Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. So then there is this meeting this evening between Saskok and Cricket South Africa after Saskok wanted to intervene in the affairs of Cricket SA and uh, before that meeting started at 7pm that's when they started I caught up with Saskok's acting CEO Mr. Ravi Govinda just to find out more about what this meeting is about and also the decision that they took last week as Saskok. Yes well look um, uh, you know we had an initial meeting with them and there were certain uh, m- uh, issues that we placed on the table for further discussion. And uh, since then to now, we've been battling to get together. There's various reasons why we couldn't get together. But tonight we are coming together to uh, complete our discussions from, from the previous week in terms of uh, Sescock's position on the matter around Cricket South Africa. And we have taken note of their media statements on how they intend to respond to our position. Um, so that's the purpose of the engagement. Yes, okay. And for clarity's sake, Mr. Governor, what is SASCOC's stance on this matter? Well, look, um, SASCOC um, has not shifted from its position that um, the uh, Cricket South Africa board needs to allow for a, a task team to be appointed, which task team will be independent, uh, obviously with the right kind of expertise, and examine all the issues around Cricket South Africa and make recommendations to the SESCOG board and how we can deal with that. Uh, you know, the current board may be conflicted, um, and also the current board may need to allow the space for them themselves to be exonerated of some of the allegations that are being made. So is that why then you want them to step aside for, 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 for the duration of this task team? Yes, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I mean, we've, we've since December last year, we've been hearing all sorts of uh, comments and allegations being made uh, against uh, the leadership of Cricket South Africa. Uh, it comes from players, it comes from uh, members, it comes from uh, various stakeholders and interest groups. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the best way to deal with that is uh, to uh, give the space for the task team to do its work. Um, you know, also that forensic report, um, it's become quite a contentious issue. Um, it hasn't been widely released, or rather it hasn't been uh, released to uh, the relevant people that should be in possession of it. And even those, like members of the council, I believe they've only got a summary from Cricket South Africa's own uh, media statements. And is that part of the reason why you believe the board could be conflicted then? Well, until we read that report and until we understand and have appreciation for what um, uh, is contained therein and the recommendations, yes, we would be of that view. And you, you mentioned you had meetings with them earlier. Was it something that was raised in the meeting or is it the outcome of your meetings with them that you want this task team uh, to be put in place? Well, yes, in our earlier meetings, we made it uh, uh, quite clear that we want the forensic report. Uh, you know, when we get the forensic report, we can examine it, unpack it, analyze it. And our intentions are that we should put a testing into place for a, a, a predefined period of about a month and let them perform an independent analysis. So there's no perceptions of conflict. There's no perceptions of constraint. And, and I think that's an ideal opportunity for those whom have received allegations uh, to then uh, uh, clear themselves.
Mm. And what do you make of the Cricket South Africa's response then that they're going to seek legal advice on, uh, on, on this matter? Well, that's rather unfortunate because, you know, that, that I mean, uh, we were quite surprised when we saw Ticket South Africa's uh, media statement after our initial engagement with them. We had never gone public or anything. All our letters were addressed directly to Ticket South Africa. The fact that it found itself in the, in the public space is something that we had no control over. Mm. So we were quite disappointed that before we had exhausted all our engagement that uh, Ticket South Africa took that stance. It's one, uh, it, 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 it's one position saying that we don't agree with Sascock, but going even further and saying we're going to seek legal action, um, that's not a very cordial and engaging uh, situation that invites dialogue from your mother body of whom you are a member. And maybe for those who don't understand how things work, as 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 Sascock, uh, what is your role in these matters when federations have problems? Is this your role now to take a decision and make a decision? Well, look, the, the constitution of Sascock, as well as the Sports Act, provides powers to Sascock as the macro body of sport to intervene and deal with issues that affect its memberships. Um, generally, we allow the membership the space to deal with their matters in terms of their own due process and constitution. And where it becomes uh, more problematic, then SESCOC has not only the powers, but they have a fiduciary duty to step in. And the issues around Cricket South Africa are quite huge, and and, and they're quite implicating, and they cannot just be ignored. Uh, In fact, um, I just wanted to add that it was Cricket South Africa themselves that went to the minister and said to the minister that they're seeking Sascock's assistance. And they outlined um, uh, quite a few um, uh, points in terms of how they hope that Sascock will assist them and engage with him. And when you take a decision to appoint a task team, do you do it in consultation with the ministry or do you just uh, tell them what you've decided? No, we... And, and, and this, um, thank you for that question because this process that we are... Uh, seeking to to implement has got nothing to do with government, and it's not government interference. Mm. We don't need to to take direction or consult with government. We listen to government as a stakeholder in the sports movement, but we control the process. Yes, and on that note, as we wrap up, and maybe you can clarify this for us because there have been uh, conflicting reports. Some say you want Cricket SA to be put under administration. Uh, is that true or true, or are you just calling for an investigation and you'll take it from there? Well, let me first of all, let me answer your question directly. We are not placing cricket under administration. To do that can be counterproductive. It can affect the game of cricket, and we don't want to do that. We want cricket to continue, and we want cricket to grow and get back to the podium where it once was. We are merely putting into place an intervention and a task team. The business of cricket and the operations of cricket must continue without constraint. And finally, what do you say to those who say even the Suscock House is not in order and they should be sorting out their own problems instead of meddling in the affairs of Cricket South Africa? Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's a reality. Um, and we expect that question. But this is not about Suscock. This is about Cricket South Africa. But if I may answer that, Suscock has identified a roadmap. Suscock has, has had consultations with its stakeholders, particularly with its mother body, the 
International Olympic Committee and the International Paralympic Committee. We are in fact having our special general meeting on Saturday, this coming Saturday, to uh, tidy up our constitution and other matters that will enable a general elections very, very soon. So we've identified our roadmap and we're working through that roadmap. We want the same for Cricket South Africa. And what are you hoping comes out of tonight's meeting? Well, we're certainly hoping that we can find each another. You know, we can remove right now for the last week and a bit, you know, we've been engaging through the through the public space, which is not healthy for us um, as a sports movement. So we're hoping that we will find each another. We were hoping that we'd be closer to a solution that is uh, more accepted by all stakeholders uh, in uh, the cricket environment. Okay, thank you. That was uh, Saskox acting CEO, Mr. Ravi Govinda, who we spoke to just before 7 p.m. before they went into that meeting with Cricket South Africa as Saskox. They want a task team uh, to take over the runnings of cricket in South Africa for a month and to to launch to do an investigation on what's going on and why there's such a mess. We've seen in recent weeks the resignation of the president, the acting CEO, and uh, there's also there have also been a number of disciplinary cases. And of course, uh, we know what's been happening with the revelations from uh, the current and former. Black cricketers about the uh, the discrimination that they faced in the systems of cricket South Africa in the structures. So there's just a lot going on at Cricket SA. They even had to postpone their AGM, which was supposed to be on the 5th of September. It will now take place at a later date. And uh, they also had a two-day workshop this past weekend. And I think the Saskook intervention was also top of their agenda. So uh, let's, see, uh, let's see what comes out of the meeting tonight. And hopefully we'll have more on this matter uh, tomorrow then. But that was Mr. Ravi Govinda, acting CEO of Saskook. And he's made it clear that uh, they have not placed Cricket South Africa into administration so there were reports, uh, sensational reports when this story came out last week Friday and it's clear that uh, that is not the case they just want to investigate what is going on